listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 224 for January 24th, 2019. This week, we talk about virtual reality learning, Oscar nominations, buying cheap stuff online, deleting tweets, selling YouTube channels, and our Drag Race update. So stick around for the the show. One, two, three, clap. Clap, 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 clap. What was that dance we did in all of our middle school dances? The cha cha's real good. The cha cha slide. Is that what you're thinking of? Oh, I think so. Slide the left. Cha cha real good. Slide to the right. Crisscross. That one? I think so. Everybody clap your hands. You know, they spell it out for you. Couldn't get that. Couldn't get the hang of it. Honestly, you know? if kids can't dance to that, there's no there's no hope for them in the future. <laughs> like the, the instructions are right there. If you can't follow them, honestly, I don't know what's wrong with you. Do you know what the last thing I want to talk about this week is? Is dancing? Kids. Oh, oh, children. No, okay. there's been too many. You know what? We're not even going to... We don't talk about the news here. You know what, though? I've got a bone to pick with you. Me? What did I do this time? Is You're it, too I- good at editing because I got so many messages from the last episode. People were like, you must be out of your mind because I do not hear any background noise. <laughs> oh, my God. And, look at me. Well, I did get hired as an assistant audio engineer recently, so you Oh, here say. we go again, honey. Look at what y'all <laughs> done to him. Look at what y'all done to him. And so people think that I'm hearing shit in my apartment. Listen, if I'm imagining this, th- there are... There are nail guns and saws outside the window right now. I don't know. Listen. Maybe it's just like you like it's like a psychosis of your anxiety coming to fruition. And it's just like it's it's appearing as like physical sounds in your life. Physical sounds. I guess sounds are a physical thing. Kind of. It's too deep for me. I was, oh, just, honey, I was trying to say nicely that maybe it's there. just you going crazy. Well, I just want confirmation from you. It was fucking loud. Was well, it, it not? Okay, yeah. So so we skipped last week because obviously we weren't here last week. We needed to take a fucking break. But two weeks ago, I even put a sample in in the middle of the podcast when oh, I was editing. You? Yeah, I put a sample in right in the middle of like, yeah, like I just I here's what it sounded like. And it sounded fucking horrible. So okay, like, good. See, I didn't are, know you put that in. People are just fucking. I don't with listen you. to this. Sure, sure. Honey, well, I wouldn't know. either. We've gotten tweets over the past couple of weeks of people like going through the entirety of the podcast, like from start to finish. I and I bless wouldn't them. wish that upon anyone. No, bless them. I mean, like, there were some dark years. Like, full years. like Full years full of years. darkness. <laughs> full on years of depression. I, I just, honey. like, I don't want to know. Undiagnosed, okay? I, I've changed so much since we started the podcast. Like, my opinions have changed. Like, I bet I'm, I was just so cringy of the things that oh, I thought, like, three years ago. You were. Yeah. Just horrible. <laughs> Thank you for the confirmation. <laughs> I was awful. I know for a fact. You seem like you've been uh, pretty consistent. I think Con- I've... I've been consistently problematic over the past four years. Oh, yeah. That's a good way to put mm-hmm, it. That's mm-hmm. And I've been um, consistently a trying wreck. to diffuse some of your uh, more problematic... <laughs> I mean, that's literally every... <laughs> that's every hour of this episode. It's just like me. It's like, it's like what's that game? Stop talking and everybody explodes or whatever. It's like just Joe mm. trying to diffuse me as a bomb, trying to make me be as less problematic as physically possible for an hour. That's, that's all this podcast has been. So welcome. Welcome back, bitch. It's been a couple of weeks. Welcome back. Yeah, you're still getting four episodes this month. Every time there's a fifth Thursday, we always take one of them off. So uh, last week was our week of, uh, I mean, it didn't even feel like a week off. I felt like shit. Last yeah, week. I was I was sick last week. Joe was sick last week. I was just like I was dead inside. I don't know what it was. I don't remember. The last couple of weeks have just been a blur to me. I don't know what happened. I don't know where I was. I don't know where my body was. I don't my either, soul man. left. I don't think we exist anymore without this podcast. I mean, this is yeah. It's like our our entity is an audio form, and that's the only place that we exist in the world. Speaking of entities, okay. have you seen Hereditary? Uh, is that the horror movie? Hold on. Yeah, it's the one that everyone's talking about right now. It's not the Bandersnatches. It's not the Babadook. It's hereditary. It's, um, yes. Oh, yeah. It's hereditary. I, I did see this. I saw this with my, I saw it uh, at my sister's place before we moved her out to Portland, uh, like last year. Or oh, whatever. yeah. Um, and I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. Oh, is this what the gays were talking about the past couple of days? That like the lead actress was like snubbed for an Oscar because the Oscars don't talk about horror movies or whatever. No. Well, okay. First of all, Tony nobody Collette. in this movie deserved an Oscar. Oh. Second of all, did Lady Gaga get nominated? Was that movie that good? 
Uh, a Star oh, is Born? Yeah. I mean, I didn't see it. I saw it, it. I thought it was good, but I, 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 I guess my takeaway from it is that I, I don't enjoy romance dramas as much as other movies, and so I wasn't like. I didn't go away, go away from it being like, oh, I hated this movie. I went away from it being like, I understand why people really like this movie. I understand why the gays love it because it's like dramatic and Lady Gaga singing and Bradley Cooper's hot and whatever. But it just wasn't for me. So I, I, I'm a bad, I'm a bad like judgment of like whether it deserves well, to have an Oscar or not. And I didn't even see it. So oh, I'm yeah. going to talk way too much about it. I'm for ready. Who didn't even see I want, the movie. My favorite part of this podcast <laughs> is all of our informed opinions about things that we we don't know anything about. That's basically so the un- uninformed opinions. Is that mm-hmm. what you said? Yeah, uninformed. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, uninformed. I from the trailer, I thought it was just another like romantic romance comedy kind of drama sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was going to be anything you know spectacular big. Yeah. But everyone's talking about it like it's something, and it, I don't. I don't know if it's up for any acting or whatever. I know it's up for best song, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, man. I don't. But I mean, what did I see last year? Tomb Raider and Halloween. <laughs> Who am I? Who I mean, the fuck Halloween am I? is a classic. So like that is Oscar worthy. I mean, to be honest, Jamie Lee Curtis in anything. Nominate Jamie Lee Curtis in the Activia commercials for an Oscar. I'm ready. Okay. Oh. Anything. She got She's snubbed. In, she got, she got, what did the guys say? She was robbed. She was robbed from the Activia commercials in like 2015. I didn't really list. like Hereditary. Oh, I really? thought the first half was good. Mm-hmm. And the, but then I thought like the twist at the end where they, every, they're figuring everything out, you know? Yeah. I was like, ugh, this uh, is what? Where? Huh? Who? Who? Did you watch yeah. it recently? Because like, I don't really remember the plot all that much because it was like, I watched okay. it and then I like washed it from my brain. In a well, let later. me tell you, it's a thinker. You think about it afterward, and then you think... Thinking? Ugh. Ugh. No wonder why I don't remember it. I'm going to do a spoiler alert right here, wee because wee I will say woo. a little bit about it. Spoilers! Uh, so the big twist at the end was the daughter who died gets put into the brother's body, and she is now this reincarnation or something, or he, the, this demon goes in her to be worshipped. She's mm-hmm. like this king of hell. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? Nothing pointed to this. Absolutely mm-hmm. nothing pointed to this situation happening. Mm-hmm. Anyway. What a twist. The acting was good. The mom's acting was really good. She kind of, you know, she goes off off the hinges mm-hmm. in the movie. And I was like, yeah. Well, yeah, I think that's it. that's what the gays were ta- have been talking about. Because like the, the Oscar noms came out like within the past couple days, like last 48 hours or whatever. And all the gays, I, the the lead actress, the mom, the, the the actress that plays the mom in Hereditary is Toni Collette. So if you hear anyone's, you know, and, and it's it's not anyone, it's the gays because it's always the fucking gays on Twitter spouting out their assholes. Um, if they're talking about Toni Collette, they're talking about Hereditary. I know like Katya was talking about it. Everyone was like, oh, she got robbed. Um, But I don't, I, all I remember is that like she, she was like, she put her heart and soul into that and into that um uh into that character she was like crying and like convulsively crying she was like she was into it i remember really enjoying her character that's about it though um that movie did handle like the breakdown of the family really well though because after like the tragedy mm -hmm. the family like goes to shit and like all this shit comes out and you're like that's fucking real honey 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 so that's reality. A Star is Born is nominated for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight categories no. for the Oscars. Are you kidding me? Um, it's nominated for Best Picture. Um, Bradley Cooper for Lead Actor. Lady Gaga for Lead Actress. Um, Sam Elliott for Best Supporting Actor. Um, Adaptive Screenplay, Cinematography, Sound Mixing, and Best Original Song, Shallow. By Lady Hold Gaga. Your horses. A Honey. star is born. I gotta read the synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, have I been missing out? I don't think I, you have. There is no. Are you kidding? Look at the poster. This looks like the poster from like a like a a, a Walmart novel. Mm-hmm. A, a novel you find in like the card section of Walmart. Right. A trashy novel. It looks yeah. like the cover of a trashy. Like, not that they look trashy or anything. It just looks, the poster looks cheap. Mm-hmm. This looks like 
an engagement picture that someone I went to high school took. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It does yeah. it, the budget, you know. The budget. Well, do you do you know that a Star is Born this is like the fourth remake of a Star is Born? What? Yeah, okay. So a Star is Born, um, this is like it, it's like a classic t- it is like a classic movie. Um one of the movie versions starred Judy Garland. The last movie version starred or starred Barbara Streisand. Um so this is like the fourth remake. Oh, so Gaga wanted this, honey. Yeah, no, you she, know she Gaga was wanted for this. this. But like what okay. are your thoughts on like this is the is this the first time that Gaga's like ever been in a major motion picture? I believe so. Um do I think that she deserves a lead actress nomination? Maybe a nomination, but if she fucking wins an Oscar, I don't think that her performance was Oscar win worthy. Um, See, I think this is all one the of gays have turned off the podcast by now because they oh. are Gaga and um, I mean I love Lady Gaga and yeah, she was sure, all right, she's great. She was all right in in A Star Is Born. I don't, I didn't think A Star Is Born was shit or anything, but I was like, I don't think that it, that her performance was like Oscar winnable worthy. Like I feel like there were a lot lot better people like Olivia Coleman in The Favorite or like Glenn Close in The White or The Wife. Those are other women that are up for the lead actress nom for the Oscars in 2019. But it's like I feel like I the world is trying to make Lady Gaga one of those people who wins an award in every major award show. Do what's you know that, what I mean? What's that like, called? Is there's like there's like a term for that? A um, um uh a Rusty Nelson. Is is that when you like the old fart, fart shoe in the boot? Something? I don't, I don't the know. old uh clap trap. I love that. The old the old uh EGOT. Oh. EGOT is the phrase. Uh the uh, EGOT mm. acronym stands for uh Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony. Is a Rusty Nelson anything? I don't want to look that up. You I'm know, sure. I- it's on Urban Dictionary. I'm sure it's on Urban Dictionary. I'm sure you're absolutely right. It's probably something you and Justin have done. <laughs> the Rusty Nelson. Uh, love me again, Rusty Nelson. Um, well, uh, good for the Oscars. Have you so have you uh, gone through the nomination list? Obviously, you haven't because you would have uh, called me angry that uh, that A Star Is Born has been nominated in essentially every category. Um, I just don't have literally anything invested in award shows. Mm -hmm. I've never been an award show person. I don't think anything about them. I I don't find them enjoyable to watch. Mm -hmm. I don't like seeing rich people get awards. I think Uh, that's the crux of the issue. Yeah. I'm just like, what is this? Um, But, well, let's see what's up for, I'm looking at the stuff right now. I I haven't seen many movies in the past year. Mm -hmm. We just saw um, Phantom Thread. Was that even that was like last year, wasn't it? I think so. I don't even know what that I, is. I don't even know. Um, that would be the only like good movie I've seen in the past, and I didn't even really like it. So. Mm, okay, where's Halloween on this list? Right, exactly. See, that's that's the thing that people people were arguing that um, Tony Collette in Hereditary should have been up for an Oscar nomination for her performance, but the Oscars don't pay attention to horror movies or comedies. I think is what their argument was. And so they were like, of course, she didn't get nominated or what. I don't know. The gays will stand. The gays will stand literally anything if, you you know, you give them enough characters on Twitter. Um, But anyway, well, Justin's made a list of movies for us to watch based. He went through all of the noms and stuff. And, you know, I'll just watch what Justin tells me. There you go. Just like a good wife, you do what your what your husband <laughs> tells you to do. I'll just watch what Justin tells me. Oh, look, all these best visual effects, honey. Avengers. Mm. Solo. Christopher uh, Robin. I didn't I know that lo- was a movie. Love a good, good Christopher Robin. Um, The one thing that I was excited about, um, my sister and my roommate, they saw Vice. They said it was really, really good. It was about like Dick Cheney and the, and the Bush administration and how crazy that was. I saw A Star is Born. I never saw Roma, Green Book, Bohemian Rhapsody, Black Klansman, but I did see Black Panther. So out of the best picture list I've seen, Black Panther, The Favorite, and A Star is Born. Um, and The Favorite, which is the one with Olivia Coleman, and they're like lesbians or whatever, and it was really amazing. It's up for a lot of different things, a lot of different categories. I was really surprised about it. But I'm a big Olivia Coleman fan. I've loved her for a long time. So I'm very excited to see The Favorite up for best picture and like best, you know, lead actress with Olivia, Olivia Coleman and stuff. Um, but yeah, no, I haven't seen a lot of these. I haven't seen the majority of the the pictures that are nominated for best picture for the Oscars in 2019. So maybe I need to get my ass in gear or something. I don't know. Did you? Here's a question. Know. 
Here, here's a quihu for you. Um, did you ever see Suspiria with Tilda Swinton? She's like the dance okay, teacher. Okay, so did Radiohead do the music to that? Uh, top 10 things Suspiria I didn't know. Suspiria Radio. I feel like Radiohead has an album. No, Suspirium. Okay. No, Very- Suspiria is a soundtrack album by Radiohead singer Tom York written for the 2018 horror film Suspiria. There you have it. Okay. So is that why? Is that why you've written it off your list? No, that's why. Okay. So we have the album sitting in our living room and it's because Justin loves Radiohead and that's, we went to see Tom York at the Kennedy Center. Mm. So I've probably heard songs from Suspiria, but I don't know what the movie is. I have Suspiria downloaded. I need to watch it because like, honey, I love me some Tilda. Give me anything with Tilda Swinton. I'll probably watch it. I'll probably enjoy it. She's but a hoot. She's, she's a chameleon. She's a hoot and a holler. She's like Tammy Brown. She lives on like a different planet. She's the 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 Tammy Brown of our generation. Um, but no, I I've heard Suspiria was really good, but that's like not nominated for anything. I don't know, man. I'm I I like looking at all the things and getting like all worked up and dramatic about the the Oscars. But at the end of the day, it's an award show given to rich people, and I don't really care about them. I love getting worked up about things. I love getting getting worked up about about nothing. Speaking about getting worked up about virtual reality. Uh oh. Did you hear this one? Did you hear the one about uh, (laughs) airplane food? (laughs) Okay, so there was a study. You with me? The study. They you already 66, lost me. 66 7th and 8th grade students, half boys, half girls, at a Danish science talent school. I love a good Danish. So they tried to see, to like teach these kids using VR equipment. Uh, the girls learned most in the VR simulations when the VR teacher was a young female researcher named Marie, whereas the boys learned more while being instructed by a flying robot in the form of a drone. So boys are stupid? Is that what we're... <laughs> what we're... I don't know what this is supposed to say. Or are we saying that boys won't listen to women? They'll only listen to robots. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's I don't know what the takeaway here is. To draw. I don't either. My question to you is, what would your VR teacher have to look like in order for you to actually fucking listen to him? I don't think it would matter because as soon as I put the headset on, I'd probably get motion sick and throw up. <laughs> Is There's no movement. You're staring straight ahead. And there's a, a who's your teacher? Um, oh, God, probably Dora the Explorer. Really? You are going like a complete. Mine would be like someone Sam. from the drag crew or what's it called? The race st- pit stop pit stops. Who, race what? stops. The pit crew. The pit crew. <laughs> oh, honey. That redhead from the pit crew, probably, honey. He's like, um, he has like a master's in some sort of like scientific field. He's like really You don't smart. have to tell me. I've stalked him. Okay. Oh, okay. We've, I've gone to his Insta. We're, we've redone it. But isn't okay? he straight? I think he's straight. Uh, uh, it's been a while since Don't I've fucking him. gay bait us, VH1. Well, I mean, at least we get to objectify him, you know? That's true. That's true. That makes up for the fact that he's straight, which is just, you know. Anywho, mine would literally be just like Zac Efron in a thong. Put Zac Mm -hmm. Efron in a thong, honey. I'll show up to class. That's the only way you're getting up at seven in the morning. That's the only way I'm going back to fucking school. Okay. I'm <laughs> Honey, not doing that shit well, you, again. You've, you've gone back to school about three or four different times expecting Zach Efron in a thong to be there and just being disappointed for years. Now all I have are student loans. You know, let me yeah, tell stu- you. Student loans are degrees that you aren't using. <laughs> yeah. It hurts to hear it out loud, though. I know. But um, uh, I've heard that YouTubers are selling their channels for big bucks these days. And I was like, selling them to who? China? Me? Oh, I don't know. You know, anyone. Anyone. You just put on Craigslist. Oh, my God. Imagine putting a YouTube channel on Craigslist. I wonder what all it entails if you have to, like, give up the videos on it. I don't know. I only read the title of the article, but I was like, I wonder if I could sell my old YouTube channel to stay to pay off my student loans. <laughs> Honey, no one wants to touch that. I'm sorry to say. <laughs> I know. I think it's tainted. I mean, well, you get like you're getting you're buying like 100,000 subscribers, you know. Mm, 100,000 tween girls in love with One Direction still. My, uh, I gotta say, my demographic on my gaming channel is like 20s, 30s, and up. Oh my god, really? You're hitting yeah. the millennials hard, honey. I've got, um, I've got the, uh, 
I got the cool kids. Well, I'm glad that it's not just like a bunch of old people. That'd be interesting, <laughs> though. Like a, a gaming channel with like the majority of viewers are old people. How would you like? Oh, I would how, love that. How would you swing that? Like, how would that even work? Gaming is multi. There's no. Uh, I mean, I know the majority of probably gamers these days are probably people in their 20s and then like children. But I think that'd be cool. I mean, gaming really reaches across every generation. Mm-hmm. Gaming has no age. Gaming has no age. You don't have to have anything to hold a controller mm-hmm. in your hand. I mean, you need hands, so. Yeah, yeah. Anyways. They have, like, feet controllers. Like a, like a DDR mat or something? Oh, my God. That would be... Well, you know, there are those people on Twitch who are like, I'm going to play this game with a banana. And they, like, put a whole bunch of motion sensors on a banana. That's an expensive banana. Oh, honey. You're telling me. I've seen people speedrun games using a DDR mat to control their character. It's, like, insane. Yeah. There's, like, a whole... There's, fun. like, a couple channels. There's a couple, like, Twitch streamers that specifically use DDR mats to play games. I'm like, honey... What a hoot. What a hoot to holler. I, I want to go back quickly to uh, people selling their channels. Um, oh, sure. Go back anywhere you want. Honey, let's go back in time. Remember, honey, there if was, we could go back 10 years, that'd be great. If I could turn back time and delete DK1's YouTube channel. I'm turning 31 this weekend. Oh, my God. I knew. See, I was going to talk about something and look at you just making it all about you again. Oh, you my know? God. Who's doing that? Who's saying <laughs> it's my birthday? Who keeps Who mentioning that? my birthday? Who was that? Oh happy no, happy I don't early wanna... birthday. Thank you. We don't have to talk about it. Uh, YouTubers <laughs> selling their channels. Um, I wanted to bring you back to a day and age. Um, I'm going to use a trigger. This is a trigger for some people. I'm going to say the words, my damn channel. Do you remember that company? Remember yeah. My, my damn channel. Um, I worked for him for like three years. Well, I remember back in the day, like there was that whole thing with Grace Helbig's original channel, Daily Grace. And like... Didn't it get sold or something? Like it wasn't hers anymore. Oh, and she honey, had to, like, I have make a whole new thing. Absolutely no comment on the situation. <laughs> you don't work for Let them me anymore, tell you a story do you? About how I have no comment. <laughs> ready? Let me I'm tell ready. you, Let we don't burn bridges, honey. In I thought that bridge was already burnt. Well. I don't know. Is my damn channel still around? I actually don't know. That's the thing. It's but, like um, I haven't heard of them in years. I don't know what uh, the situation. I I feel like I made a Tumblr post about it at some point or answered someone's question about it on Tumblr or mm-hmm. I don't remember. But no, that was God. That had to have been like five. Was it like that long ago? I don't know, man. It was a long time ago. But like then they started doing like reruns of like Daily Grace. It was so crazy. And Grace. Oh, Helbig's I never knew what happened the, to it. Yeah. They, they started doing like because like Grace Helbig, like she lost the rights to her own channel. And so they like started re-uploading old videos to it to like keep people around. And then there was a big campaign to like subscribe to Grace's new channel. And all these YouTubers were like promoting it because like everyone hated my damn channel or something. It was like the like one of the OG drama things that happened with like YouTube channels back in the day. But like, I don't I remember I don't remember if it got sold or if like Grace left my damn channel. I don't remember if there was money involved there. But that's I mean, what it kind of reminds me of. No, it happened, but I still have no comment. I see. Joe has I inside still Josh, have but no he will comment. he will not he will not uh divulge Honey, his sources. I've got uh, my burn book from YouTube. Isn't I that just your whole dusty. YouTube channel's your burn book? <laughs> oh, do you remember what we were talking about when we were talking about like um I never followed up with this. Deleting tweets, deleting past social media stuff. Oh yeah, you went through with it. I didn't because I forgot. Oh, I did. I went through and I deleted like all tweets longer than six months ago. I, mm-hmm. I downloaded my tweet archive so that I could have them. Mm-hmm. But I was like, these aren't tweets are are time dependent. Yeah. These don't make any sense anymore. You feel they like don't t- tweets are temporary to you. They are. They're very temporary. And anything older than a few weeks doesn't reflect who I am anymore. Do right. You know what I mean? You're just like ever changing, you know? I'm just like a chameleon. I'm just like mm-hmm. a, you're just like um, a comedian. A metaphor, metamorphosis, meta, meta. Um, it's Hillary Duff's second album. Uh, don't you dare tell me! And it's her first album, so <laughs> uh, you better check yourself. I mean, you still can't pronounce it. So can you read? Uh, uh no. But that's been we already know this. <laughs> that's been decided. I meant, can you read? You know, like on Drag Race. Oh, I no. I don't know. Anyway, um, what were we talking about? We're talking about tweets, your tweets, you're deleting your tweets. Oh, they're gone. And then I tried to delete my favorites too. 
That, honey, turned into a fiasco. I favorite Uh-oh. just about every fucking tweet that shows up in my replies. Well, I or... use I use the favorites feature as both favoriting things that I like and letting people know that I've seen a reply without actually replying back to them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, but I found out after a certain amount of time or after a certain amount of favorites, Twitter disables the like button on tweets that you've liked. What? So what you technically have to do to make it show up is re-like the tweet and then unlike it again. Uh-oh. And I had a script running that was um supposed to unlike all these tweets. Well, it gets to that point and then it starts liking and unliking. And that sends notifications to every fucking person who it was liking and unliking. Oh, And so I no. stopped it after about, like, I realized what was happening and I stopped the program. But, like, all these people think I was, like, liking their tweets. that Their tweets from, like, six months ago. And I was like, no, honey, I'm not stalking your Twitter. This is not the situation. I'm sorry this happened. It's, I'm using a bot, honey. I'm using a bot, honey. <laughs> You're not important. I'm sorry. Ugh. And it was just, uh, so, basically, favorites... And and it's speculated Twitter does that so you don't unlike things because they want the stats. Mm. They want the, you know, sell it to advertisers. Hey, they've liked this many tweets. We've mm-hmm. liked this tweet gets this many likes. Statistics. Well, here, here's a question. I knew on Tumblr back in, back in ye olden days, on Tumblr, there was a way to hide the page that showed every post that you had liked. Um, yeah, you could make you could you could deactivate that, make it so it's it's private and not public. Is there a way on Twitter to make your likes privated or is are they always public? So if you like have a list. public profile, they're public. Okay. You can protect your account, but it protects everything. Yeah. It, OK. Like yeah. people have to request to follow you at that point. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't. There's no you there's know, no way. way to just private your likes. No. Nothing else. Not at the moment. Ugh. So oh, um, Twitter. I know. So, did you successfully like unlike things, or did you just give up? And the when the bot fucked things. No, up? I fucking gave up because it is the only way to do it. Past a certain, I think they like the past sixty, mm-hmm. like your latest sixty or some number, still has the heart where it's clicked. Yeah, but after that, the heart's unclicked, and you Interesting. can't. Interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, why do? Why do? Why does Twitter do that? Like, honey, I just said it. You know, at like two. You know. 30 seconds ago, you know? Like, I don't remember. I don't remember the reason. <laughs> what was it? Uh, it's speculated. It's about stats. Like, they want to say, oh, this many tweets were liked about this and this and this but like, statistics. But, but, but what's what's the point of removing the heart? Like, of, of showing you so that, So you like, can't take away those likes from them. So you can't. Oh. Yeah. So those statistics are something that they have to sell to whoever the hell they want to sell it to. So they want to prevent their users from like going back in time and unliking things because they want they want it to they want that like to be permanent after a specific amount of time. I guess so. Locked in There's stone. There's a lot of speculation. Set in stone. Locked in place. There we go. Lock it down. Lock it down. Well, I don't care nearly as much about the things that I've liked because it's like I didn't say those words. I'm just like maybe agreeing with them. That could also be problematic, but it's not like yeah. it came out of my own mouth. But I care you know, about people always more. have like retweets don't mean I agree or doesn't affect my employer. It's like, then bitch, why are you fucking retweeting it? What are you doing? Well, no, I get it. Sometimes you retweet something because you want people to hate that person. That's you know? true. Oh, I love that. Like you retweet Trump or something mm-hmm. and you're like, look at this bitch. Look at this asshole. He wants a fucking wall. You Anyways. Know. So uh, do you feel like you had a big internet colon cleanse after you uh, deleted all your all your tweets um, that were old or I do feel you not like- feel any different? I feel like I'm just getting started. Uh oh. I just can't Buckle wait to f- just delete your entire Twitter. That's what we've all <laughs> been waiting for, honey. You can set up one of the bots to periodically just keep your Twitter clean. Mm. Like it will periodically crawl it and delete everything older than like six months or crawl it my ass, or honey. Yeah. But I turned it off. I was like, I want to have control over that. Um, anyways, speaking of wish. I love Wish. Um, I was on a date recently and someone mentioned the the uh, website Wish. Like over the past couple of weeks, like someone mentioned it to me. And I thought it was like, I, I, I thought it was a website that was always advertised in like only like white moms that crocheted at home that lived in Iowa use. What? But apparently it's like a thing. It's like. No, is, it's is, like. Is it like the a- AliExpress of the U.S.? 
How would you describe it? Well, okay. Here's the Cicerone. You know how I used to have this really big obsession with going on eBay, buying a whole lot of stuff from China at Mm -hmm. like really cheap. And it was always really shitty stuff. Yes, absolutely. I thought that I thought that wasn't a phase. I thought it was like ingrained in your personality. Well, I kind of let up on it a bit because I was going broke. Oh, well, you know. Yeah. Um, basically what Wish is, is it sells shit, by the way, not sponsored or anything. I've only bought one thing on Wish, but I just became like really obsessed with it this past week. Um, it's basically all that shit for all that super cheap shit from like, I think most of it's from China or Hong Kong and stuff. Uh, the thing you compromise on is shipping time. Like shipping time can take who the fuck knows how long, Mm. but you pay like, um, $10 $10 for a pair of sneakers and shipping might be like $4 extra. So you're getting a pair of sneakers for like 14 bucks. Mm-hmm. You um, just might get them in like 2020. You just might get them in like a month or two, you oh. know. Uh, and it's literally, it saves me so much time from looking for that cheap shit on eBay because all that cheap shit is already in one place. Okay. And they've got like, and everything, the thing I like the most is everything is in like um, Asian sizes instead mm. of Western sizes. Mm-hmm. So it fucking fits me. Like clothes, you know? You know, I mean, you could, you don't know? you just, you, you could just buy children's clothes. Um, which I do at Target. I mean, yes, we know that. Um, but yeah, I mean, and it's, of course, it's got like knockoff stuffs on the site too. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure there's stuff on the site that's not meant to be sold there. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Stuff that shouldn't be there that is that people are selling. Yes. Yes. Um, but you know, it's all, you know, it's there. There it is. Um, make so a wish. Appara- make a wish. Make a wish, motherfucker. Apparently, in late 2015, Business Insider reported that Am- both Amazon and Alibaba um, had approached Wish with an acquisition offers in 2015. So uh, they knew that Wish was was becoming a thing, and they wanted to snuff them out, buy them out. They knew. I've seen ads for it online and stuff, and I've known some friends who shopped there, but I didn't really get into it this week when I was like, I need something cheap from mm-hmm. China, and then I did. Interesting. I have to check it out. Yeah, it's it's based out of San Francisco, so it's like it's an American company. Um, interesting. It just it's so weird to me how I, like I had only seen commercials for it, and then within the past couple of weeks, I've heard like three or four people, including you, talk about it. I'm like, what had happened? It's like it's the wish blow up. Sponsor us, you know. Hashtags, please spawn. We need we need anyone to throw money at us. You know, I'll take anything. I'm. So Did you desperate. watch the? Oh, you know what? We'll talk what? about it later. Do you want to Uh-oh. talk about? Um, the show that must not be named. Um, Voldemort's Drag Race. Yes, we could talk about that. <laughs> Voldemort's Drag Race. <laughs> he, who shall not be named? That. Oh, okay. okay. You get it? Yeah, I'm, See? I'm on your side, pages. You, you listen. I am on team. Harry Potter should have only been books. Ooh, you're an OG motherfucker. I'm on the team. Take J.K. Rowling off Twitter. Mm-mm. Well, do you? Did we talk about what Pottermore tweeted the other week? No, was it more of that like wizards shit themselves and then they make the That's shit evaporate what it out is. of their pants? Oh, and Pottermore is like canon, you know, like Pottermore is Harry Potter Twitter, you right. know, and it's official. And they were like, just a little known fact, wizards and witches in Hogwarts used to shit their pants and then make it disappear before plumbing existed. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is why I should have stopped at the fucking books. Yeah, like, and, not and only her- are these new shitty movies being made, but we, we're getting all this information we didn't fucking ask for. I don't want right, to know exactly. where they sh- that they shit their pants. Do you know? Right. Anywho, I, drag so, race. Also, well, also, I tweeted, I retweeted something recently. I, I love these, like, it's turned into, like, a meme on Twitter. Um, And this tweet said, waiter, anything to drink? JK Rowling, the sorting hat can fuck, but chooses not to. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't want any more information about Harry Potter. Right, you know it's I mean? like, it's... I over, want nothing more. Just like, Greg, just like Drag Race, Harry Potter info is oversaturated. That is it's the dead. theme. It's almost like those books were my childhood. I went to all the premiere parties. Yeah, me too. And this has almost ruined it for me. Like, I don't want to see that shit anymore. You know? Take J.K. Rowling off Twitter. Like, leave the stories to rest. You're you're ruining... It's like, and people compare it like to the, to the George Lucas situation where like George Lucas started Star Wars and then he like, he got way too into it and started like ruining the story. I feel like that's the thing with J.K. Rowling right now is that she's just, she's ruining the universe that she started. Just like, take it away. Take yeah. it away from her. Give her a break. I could, I could almost get on board with that. Anywho. Um, speaking of universes that are uh, getting ruined, Drag Race. 
we had two episodes to talk about because we missed last week because we were not on the air, so to speak. I took like a novel of notes that I will not be reading this week. Okay. Um, but basically... You want to give us the synopsis of the past couple weeks? Yeah. Okay. So here's a quote from Monet. Mm-hmm. The bitch was going to send me home when I was doing well. What? Honey, when that's has Monet the name of the game. ever... When has Monet ever done well on Drag Race? <laughs> she has never Oof. had a top look. She has never done the best in the competition, which saying that she like won this week, that week or whatever. Right. But this was before the like, fact. I would never put her. I, I would want to be her best friend IRL. But mm. I don't think Drag Race is like the place where she shines. Right. Like I just, exactly. Like, I don't know. And then they were like ganging up on Manila about there being a rule book. And it's like, bitch, Manila literally hasn't sent home anyone that you haven't once sent home so far. Exactly. Like she has not stepped on anyone's toes. Mm -hmm. And it was just mind blowing to me that like Trinity keeps pushing this storyline that she's voting at what Trinity thinks, who Trinity thinks should go is the way it should be. Right, exactly. It's like Trinity's the rule book, and if you don't follow Trinity's lead, then you're breaking the rules. There are no rules, Trinity. And then Monet was like, I'm going to get back at Manila. And it's like, that's, if you think it should follow a rule book, then that should be in your rule book, you know? Like, you have morals up until someone comes at you. Right, exactly. I don't know. I I was over the logic. I was over the hypocrisy. I was over it. Um, so anyways, literally no one has gone home the past couple weeks. It was like Latrice went home, then there was a non-elimination, then Latrice came back. So we've had like the same amount of people for the past three weeks. Like everyone's still fucking around. Yeah. I'm, uh, (sighs) I'm not happy about it. Oh, okay. Um, What are your, what are your (laughs) thoughts? What are your thoughts on, uh, on the whole, like bring back a fucking queen? Well, we knew there was going to be a gag. There was always a fucking gag in All Stars. Where, like, some queens come back and blah, 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 blah. And Trinity acts like she'd never seen an, an episode of All Stars. Like, she I know, never like, everyone's knew there was so a shocked. Twist. It's like, the what did the producers give you to, like, yeah. you know, make you act like this was a huge fucking shock to the world? Like, come on. Like, All Stars is the chance for just everything to be as stupid as possible. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a know? shit show. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's see what I wrote about this episode. Mm-hmm. Trinity acts like she's never seen All Stars. I know that bitch that is Valentina, and she is unbearable to be around. The whole episode was shit. Mm-hmm. Isn't that your note for uh, every episode? Oh, well, shit talking and drama, and it was boring and done. They stretched out the the Rue, what'd they call it? Lips Cinco Lala Perusa. Lala Perusa. They stretched it out so thin. Mm-hmm. Honey, they were talking so slowly in order to get the maximum amount of minutes out of this episode, and it melted my brain. Well, here's here's the one thing I clocked when we were we were watching my my roommate Maggie and I were watching this live. Um, and before like any of the lip sync started, RuPaul was like, "There's you know, there's four boxes of songs," and then they went to a commercial break. And during the commercial break, I was like, "Watch, watch when we come back where." VH1 and World of Wonder couldn't afford any good songs, so they're all going to be RuPaul songs Uh they have to lip sync to. And what do we fucking get? Four RuPaul songs that these motherfuckers have to lip sync to. Because Maggie was like, oh, like there could be so many good songs. Like, And I was like, honey, they can't afford good songs. They're going to be Ru songs. (laughs) Michelle Visage looked visibly bored. Oh, honey, she was asleep. She looked actually visibly bored. Because the judges were really only there for the the runway stuff mm-hmm. like the run they're not judging the you know the lip sync that's all Speaking RuPaul. Of which, what was the runway theme for lala perusa just like oh we forgot a runway theme that's the theme just it wear was, something nice yeah, eleganza extravaganza and yeah, you know what, what the fuck does that mean uh monet exchange better be fucking glad that she was safe in that outfit <laughs> that's okay. what everyone's saying with that like that long that's, dress oh, it was really? like oh honey oh it was bad it was bad the only one i thought was really boring was valentina versus farah i thought it was pretty meh yeah um otherwise jasmine didn't know the words gia well, didn't know the words what's funny is you know that like 
Jasmine went home episode one and she got a call from the producers being like, okay, you're you're contractually obligated to come back and lip sync again. And Jasmine was like, Mm. I don't want to. I don't want to come back. I'm done. <laughs> and so then she came back and they were I like, we're her forcing voice. her to do this fucking lip sync. And Jasmine was like, I just want my check and I want to go smoke some weed and make some coin and leave. <laughs> like she did not want to come back to this fucking competition. She didn't even want to come to the competition be- to the begin with. Like she like she mm-hmm. she did not give a flying fuck about Drag Race. And that's what I love about Jasmine Masters. So she, ag- well, she agreed she was- to do this. And then she was like, "Uh oh, I forgot how much I hated this. Gia acted like she really wanted to come back and it looked like she was trying to get in some of the queen's heads and stuff to see who was not going to fight as hard. Mm-hmm. And I and Stir then the pot. She like didn't even know the words. No. Their song. <laughs> I was like, "What happened here?" Well, that's the thing. Would you want to learn the words to four RuPaul songs either? I wouldn't. So, honestly, no. I I mean, I've had some of them banged into my head enough that I do. I mean, Although the, show. the one that's in the Lizzie McGuire movie, um you better work. Do, mm-hmm. do, 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 well, that, do, that's do. a classic. Cover that was girl. before. Yeah. yeah cover yeah. girl. That, that's like a, that's like an actual real song. Like. That's true. Um, these, um, these don't count. Naomi, though. This is the very first time I looked at Naomi. I looked in her eyes and I saw. And you saw, saw some spark of life. I saw potentially an all-star, honey. Oh, my and God. Talk about a 180. She used the words brat stall. And I was like. <laughs> That's the, and I was that's like, your trigger that, word, honey. I was like, "That's it." Her makeup looked, and her hair looked like a brat doll, and I was actually you finally there for it. understood. I finally understood. Okay, but her dance, I did like her dance. I liked her lip sync. Mm-hmm. I liked her use of her legs. I mm-hmm. guess. Uh, and I gotta say, Monique versus Latrice. I would have thought Monique would have won that. Just she mm-hmm. had more fire in her eyes than Latrice. Mm-hmm. But the moment I heard that Latrice was safe first, I knew the twist was going to be like, I fucking said it out loud. I said, okay, they're both staying. Right, exactly. So basically, no upsets, and we got Latrice back. Exactly. No upsets, but I'm just like, oh, God, we have the same amount of queens for three weeks. Just like so abrasive. Yeah, it was, it seemed incredibly pointless for this to happen. Right, exactly. You know? Yeah. Uh, Two things I really liked. Carson mm-hmm. said, think of the possibilities about oh, oh, Manila. Yeah, w- with Manila's look. I loved Manila's look. Everyone was like, oh, yeah. Everyone was like, why the fuck is Manila pulling this out when she does? She could literally just wear a plastic bag because she's already safe. She has immunity. Like, yeah, well, she you might as well could, dress like pasta. You, you know? Yeah, you know, might as well. She could have dressed like Monet and been totally fine, but she didn't. She and then uh, RuPaul, called, RuPaul called her Manila lasagna, and I cracked up, honey. <laughs> I cackled oh, to the floor. A good honey. joke from Rue. Uh, that's I the know, one. They that's, were. That's the one joke you get for this season. They were screeching at the runway this week. Like I've mm. never seen them attempt that many puns. It was good. They were actually having yeah. fun. It was crazy. Well, was I mean, I guess because they knew they weren't going to be doing any judging. Rue was probably like, "This episode's standing on one leg. Let's amp it up." Right. You know. Meanwhile, Rue's looking like Black Barbie in this episode. I don't think I've seen as many legs from Rue. As I've seen in this season, like, I don't know how they convinced her to, like, wear short dresses, but we've seen Rue's legs more than once. This is, like, the second episode we've seen Rue's legs. And And her suits, her workroom suits have been amazing. Yeah. Like, the fashion is in this week. Yeah, it is. Um, Yep. So basically, y'all haven't missed anything. If you if you uh, have missed the last three weeks, Latrice went home. She came back. And that's it. Literally, that's it. That's literally it. That's literally it. And then and uh, this Trinity is more abrasive than ever. I feel like Trinity's more abrasive than ever. Valentine is still in her own fucking world. Oh, my um, God. Though. And uh, the brown cow is still not as stunning as uh, Monique thinks it is. So I am so over that brown cow thing. I am still <laughs> so angry that I have she, to see that every week. Kicking the brown cow while it's down, honey. You know what? I officially hate brown cow more than I hate sponge. <gasps> Ooh. Monet ain't doing no sponge shit in her, you know, 
camera time. Right, exactly. There was Monique. a little sponge at the beginning of the of the um of All Stars, and then no sponge to be seen because I feel like that Monet knows that like okay, this is overplayed. Meanwhile, Monet's Monique is like this comedian. is all I have. Yeah, so she's milking it dry, honey, and gooped. And if yeah. I have to hear gooped, gooped. one more time. Stunning! Stop it. I'm getting... You're going to trigger me right out of this podcast. I'm going to... That's like the thing you'll... The thing that someone says to me and my vision goes red and I wake up and it's that Mm -hmm. end of that Kill Bill scene where she's murdering like 50 people in a dojo. You see Monique in her brown cow suit when you wake up and you have uh, sleep paralysis. That's what you see in the corner of your room. Oh my God. That just... Oh... Anywho, um, this week they have to basically make a Lindsay Lohan Beach Club um, as their oh uh, yeah as <laughs> as their uh, as as oh, the, no. um, challenge. the challenge for this week. Uh, have you seen any Lilo Beach Club? So here's the thing. Uh-oh. Here's 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 the thing. A friend of my roommate who has access to our Plex server requested Lindsay Lohan <laughs> Beach Club, and I denied it. I was like, I'm not wasting the space on my hard drive. So um, I've only heard about it secondhand from people. I've heard it's a hot mess, which is what I thought it was. But have you watched any of it? No, I have not. I have. Are not, you going no, to I'm watch not. any of it? No. Justin okay. follows Lindsay Lohan on Twitter. And he replied to some Lindsay. He replied to some Lindsay Lohan tweet the other day, and he just thought it was so funny. And I just was like, "What are we doing here, honey? What are we doing?" (laughs) She tweeted something about leave the drama at home and don't bring it to work, and it's like, "Mm, "Honey, that's your entire life." Did you build your career on bringing the drama to work, honey? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I genuinely wish the. I still, after all of it, I wish the best for Lindsay Lohan. I think right. she was she was dealt some shit. Yeah, she she life. was dealt a shitty hand in terms of Hollywood spotlight. Stuff. Uh, anywho, anywho, Aria, all... uh, one more thing to point out. Oh, yeah. Ariana Grande got an Evie tattoo. Wait, what? Honey, Google it. I was like, Ariana yes, Ariana Grande, Evie. I think she got she got an Evie tattoo. She did. Uh, I loved it. I was like, yes. Oh, she dressed up as Pokemon with her uh, ex-boyfriend, Mac Miller, who passed away. So maybe oh. she's like an actual Pokemon stan. I don't know. Like, oh, wow. She's like, she like fucking killed. Oh, God. That's okay. Too, too soon. Anyways. Yeah, she did get a, an Evie tattoo and it looks really good. Yeah. I still want to star you tattoo. Where I do you don't want know. It? Maybe I'm over tattoos. Do you want to star know, you on your on your on your brown star your bar- brown star stunning your butthole? I went it on my butt like Brent Corrigan. Mm, is that what he has? It's not a star. You doesn't he just have a star on his butt or something? Like on his like the porn his, star, right? His, his poopy hole. It's not on his poopy hole. Second of all, <laughs> are we really calling it poopy hole? <laughs> It came out of my mouth and I was like, am I seven years old? And the answer is yes. Have mercy. Anywho, I'm ready for a favorite thing. You want to fuck my poopy hole? (laughs) (laughs) That's how I get all the boys. These are a few of our favorite things. (laughs) Joe is just struggling to power through. That is the worst thing I've heard all day. (laughs) Don't you ever say poopy hole to me again. I would like to make a public apology <laughs> for the things that I've said. Anyway, um, Joe, uh, what's your? Oh no, no, you're going first, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> is yours a write-off, <laughs> honey? It's it's is always a write-off. My favorite anyway. thing is my poopy hole. What is your What is your favorite thing for this week? Okay, mine's a biscuit recipe. <laughs> okay, so we're both write-offs. <laughs> a biscuit. Let me tell you a, a story. An American biscuit, not a cookie. Okay. Mm-hmm. P.S. It's called a cookie, and this is a biscuit, and it's a biscuit. I I, I hear <laughs> some ruffled feathers on the podcast. <laughs> I don't know. I just had to watch the. I just rewatched one of the biscuit episodes of uh, Bake Off. Mm. Um, but anywho, oh, and then one time I posted some like biscuit thing on uh, my Insta story, and someone like went off on me about biscuits. This isn't a biscuit. Like, Oi, like, <laughs> you'll be dead. <laughs> anyway, mm-hmm. America's Test Kitchen uh, has this really good recipe for a drop biscuit, oh. which is, you know, you don't have to laminate it or whatever, but they have mm-hmm. this really cool method that I never heard of before where you mix the buttermilk with warm butter and it creates like this uh, this chunkiness 
that helps lead to a crispier drop biscuit. Oh my god! I made them last night. Justin wanted some biscuits, so I had him some biscuits for him when he came home, and uh, they were the best biscuits I've ever had. Oh, were they super buttery? They were very buttery, very flaky. It really did not seem like a drop biscuit because you know a drop biscuit is one where you just get the dough and you drop it on the thing you don't yeah, it's have like, to it's laminate a lazy, it or cut a lazy it out. biscuit yeah right it's a it's a quick one pot biscuit you know um so if you have america's test kitchen search for their drop biscuit recipe it is amorzing well did you just like did you just eat them plain what did you have the drop biscuits with uh so justin had some with honey Ooh. And then I've eaten two today, just plain. Well, one of them I melted a craft single on. So Oh wow. So she's fancy. So she's fancy. Well, I thought, you know, this might be like a McDonald's, but I don't want to go in McDonald's because one of right. our friends you don't got like crimed in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, like one of our friends just got like hate crimed at the McDonald's near us, and I was like, mm-mm. What for being gay or for going to McDonald's? <laughs> for being gay. Oh, okay. I was like, I don't want to go in that McDonald's anymore. <laughs> I don't want to. But, get, um, I don't. I don't want to bacon, egg, and cheese that much to get hate crime to McDonald's. No, honey. No, 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 no. Anyway, no. make your own drop biscuits. Melt some craft singles on them, honey. Ugh. It's a delight. D. Light. That's actually a really good tip because I have America's Test Kitchen. I fully recommend a subscription. They're kind of expensive, though. It's like $80 a year or something. But, honey, if you like to cook, they have so many good recipes. Um, I'll have to look up that drop biscuit recipe because I have actually been making bacon, egg, and cheese sandwiches for breakfast. Because oh, I well, there I, I I've been having them on bagels because I went to Costco recently with Maggie bagels? and I got like bagels, beagles, like the dog. I've been bagels? eating dogs. Um, oh, and I no, no, not piggy. No one wants to eat piggy, honey. No, he's like piggy. Probably a mess. tastes like sawdust. <laughs> oh, piggy. He tastes like his allergy medicine, which like I literally almost injected into myself Uh-oh. the other day on accident. Sorry, my phone was ringing. You're so unprofessional of me. I just don't expect to get calls except unless it's you. I mean, you know, agreed. The only That's time true. I ever get called, it's yeah. either my mom, my mom asking me if I'm dead because I haven't answered her phone, my phone in a while, or it's me calling you. Anyways, I've been making bacon, bacon egg and cheese um, with the, the beagles from Costco, beagles. and uh, I would rather have them on a buttery biscuit, so maybe I'll just make some drop biscuits and use that instead. And I've been using those craft singles because they melt. Oh, baby. You can Ugh. really shape these, too. Like, you know, I'm used to just literally dropping yeah, the dough on the thing. Yeah. But these kind of like really moundy well, can... if you do that. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're very moundy if you do that. But these you can actually shape in a biscuit form if you want to. Well, uh, hashtag good cooking tip. I'm going to have to try these out. Good cooking tip. Easy to do, honey. Buttermilk, you know? Easy, breezy, beautiful drop biscuits. The Joseph yeah. Burt song, America's Test Kitchen version. Exactly. So uh, what's your favorite thing? Well, I just decided what my favorite thing was while you were talking. Um, my favorite thing. So I was in Portland the past uh, a few days. Thank you so much, everyone who tweeted me your food recommendations. Unfortunately, I didn't take any of them because we already had plans. But I like uh, thinking wow. about them anyway. <laughs> But <laughs> didn't you specifically ask for them? Oh yeah, I did. But and I actually you just said, yeah. Okay. What what I have uh, in my Google Keep, I actually have a list of uh, food recommendations for Portland. Oh, so I'm okay. going to get to them all eventually during my many trips out there to visit my sister and her boyfriend. But this mm. time we were only there for three days. We were doing like our second Christmas stuff, having a Christmas celebration with my. Uh, with my sister and and her boyfriend, so we didn't get a chance because they weren't around. Um, and so we did that. It was super fun hanging out with them, being in Portland. It was, like, super rainy and beautiful, and I love, like, gloomy weather. But um, there was a Taiwanese soup dumpling restaurant. It's it's a chain called Din Tai Fung, and the, the Portland branch opened um, over the past month. And no one had gone to a Din Tai Fung. I've had Taiwanese soup dumplings a couple times before, once when I was really, really young in Taiwan, I actually ended up going to the original Din Tai Fung, but I don't remember it at all because I was really young um, when I was on my China trip with my uncle. And then many, many, many years later, I was in Seattle of all places and they had one there and a, a couple friends took me out there and I was like, this seems familiar. And it turned out I had been to Din Tai Fung before. Anyways, essentially what it is, is their dumplings and there's pork and soup broth inside of the dumpling. So it's like a, it's like a water balloon dumpling filled with like hot soup and pork and it's really really delicious. And mm. uh and I I took my uh my parents and my sister and her boyfriend 
and uh, her her boyfriend's parents. We all went out, all seven of us, out to Din Tai Fung in Portland. And I was talking it up and talking it up. And it ended up being really, really good. And everyone enjoyed it. So um, Taiwanese soup dumplings are delicious and very difficult to make at home because what they do, it's like you think to yourself, how the hell do they put soup in a fucking dumpling of all things? Like, do they like inject the soup with a syringe? What the fuck do they do? Well, I have the the lowdown. What they do is they cook the soup with a bunch of like bones and the collagen in the bone converts into gelatin. And then they like, they refrigerate the soup and it turns into like a soup jelly. And then they cut up the soup in little cubes and they put the little cubes of soup in the dumpling and then they twist up the dumpling. And when they steam the dumpling, the gelatinous soup melts back into reconstituted soup inside of the dumpling. And that's how they get the soup in the dumpling. So I just read a dog food gravy recipe that was almost identical to you know, the Taiwanese gelatin. soup dumplings, dog food, the same thing, you know? Well, I mean, it's, honestly, like this would be like a, a gravy for human recipe, too. But it's specifically for like a dog food topper, you know? Mm. Uh, and it was like, yeah, you, you, the gelatin from the borns. I love bone jelly. But anyways, yeah, so I, Din Tai Fung, if you ever have a chance to go out, I think they're really only on the West Coast right now. But there's there's soup dumplings on the East Coast. Like in New York, there's there's really, really good like local um, uh, soup dumpling restaurants. And I think they're they're a little bit different than like the Din Tai Fung chain. But soup dumplings in general are fucking delicious. And it was one of the highlights of uh, of my trip out to Portland. Other than like, you know, seeing my sister and the family and having a second Christmas, you know, like good things like that. The food sure. was delicious. Um, and you can make soup dumplings at home. It's just that like it involves cooking up a bone broth and like chilling and gelatinizing fucking pork broth and shit. Like it is involved. So maybe, you know, just go out for it and pay for it instead. Have the, leave it to the professionals, you know. Leave it to him. Leave God. It, leave it to him. But um, I'm curious about this. Fuck. What is this gravy recipe? Like what? Oh, I'm just looking up. Picky is so picky. You know, we talked about this. I'm mm-hmm. just looking up like gravies I can put on his food. I've tried it all. We've tried some low sodium chicken broth this week. I mean, he's, it's just a mess. It's something different every meal. But He's um, such a picky eater. He just, he's just, you know, he's, he's just, it, you they know? have to live up to his standard, his picky standards. He's just, his is palate so is just so, um, what's the word? Uh, refined. Refined. His palate, his little doggy palate is just so refined. I saw one dog food recipe. It's not meant to be fed like, you know, as a substitute for his dog food because his dog food has the nutritional value he needs and like the vitamins. Mm -hmm. But it was like the last step was like garnish with parsley. And I was like, (laughs) fuck this fucking shit. I like my dog gives a shit about the presentation of his food. And you know what? Piggy probably would. He probably fucking would. He probably what wouldn't eat it in until I put a little fucking piece of parsley on it. Um, here's a quick little story for you. A long, long time ago, like 10 or so years ago when my sister and I were still living at home, I think it was in middle school or something, and our cats were still alive. My dad like shot an elk or something, and he had a bunch of elk meat, and it was really gamey and gross. And he was like, "I we're not going to eat this. How about I turn it into cat food? And so we were like, okay. So we turned it into cat food and not even the cats would eat it. So so we we had a bunch of like frozen elk cat food in our freezer out in our garage for years because it like he made all this and the cats never ate it. And so, yep. Don't feed elk to your cats. They won't like it. I guess that's the moral of the story. I don't know. I made a from scratch doggy cake the other day. Ooh, did Piggy like it? He fucking loves it. And it makes a huge, like, what is it? A nine inch round pan, you know, eight or nine inch. It's the size of Piggy. It's huge. So I cut it up and I put it in the freezer and I, you know, as he eats it, I transition it to the fridge. Uh, But he's still on like the first, you know, fourth of it or something. But it's got like pumpkin, peanut butter, uh, no sugar, applesauce, and then just like flour and That doesn't sound bad at all, actually. No, and so, you know, we can eat it. I tasted it, and it's not sweet as you would yeah. expect a cake to yeah. be, but it's good. Like, I was like, shit, yeah. But it's not disgusting. It's not something I would eat. Yeah, but, yeah. He's, uh... I cannot wait for, wait for your um, dog cookbook to come out oh, in Oh, my gourd. Southern Home Dog so Cooking with one. Joseph Birdsong. Oh, my God. I would 100%. I cook just as many things for Piggy as I do for me and Justin. You could days. be the Paula Dean of the dog world, only less racist. 
Oh no. Oh what yes. What happened to her? Oh, they kicked her off the air because of, you know, things that she said well, in the like, past about black people. But like now, you know, didn't she try to come back? Oh honey, she tried, but I think the world was done with her. Mm, well, All right, you know. You know. You know. Um, is that it? What the fuck else do we have to talk about? Uh, that's it. We are going to start doing... I didn't consult you about this. We're probably going to start doing uh, user questions again soon. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and because uh, we've gotten some good ones. We've got some good we ones lined up in wait. our emails. We had to wait. We wanted to store them up. Um, so thank you guys for sending those. If you would like to send more of those, we do still need them anyway. Uh, Sam mm-hmm. lets you know how to get a hold of us in the outro. Otherwise, we've got a bonus this weekend, right? Yeah, we do. We're doing a bonus. I don't know what we're going to talk about, but it's going to be good. It's going to be amazing. It'll be for you lovely Patreon patrons. Otherwise, uh, we'll be back next week with a regular episode, too. Yep, that sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash theshowsamandjoe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus audio clips, music downloads, handwritten letters from Sam and me, or the opportunity to get interviewed in an episode of the show. Also, you can text us or call us and leave us a voicemail with questions or comments or leave us a message on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash the show Sam and Joe. And if we like what we hear, we may play your message in a future show. That number is 516-500-SHOW or 516-500-7469. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex P, Alex S, Allison B, Brian H, Carolyn A, Darren C, Fabian P, Feliciano D, Julian S, Justin, Kevin V, Kylon C, Lindsay C, Marianne J, Max S, Megan N, Michael C, Mike B, Nicholas M, Nikki Q, Pablo F, Rebecca D, Scott A, Vincent L, and Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The The Show. Show.